Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Expanse, Season 2, Episode 11, it's called Here Be Dragons, full spoilers for the episode as always. God, you know, this show is making a real habit of ending on like cliffhangers that make me really excited for the next one. It is, isn't it? I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> I'm getting and sick. It's, I'm getting more concerned as we're getting, you know, quite late in the season now. Only a couple left, and it's like, oh no, they're going to end on another cliffhanger. Of course they are. Well, it, it... I mean, I know they can because there's another season coming, but it's still like, damn it, then I've got to wait a year. Yeah, but they did it in season one, right? They did, which is why it's annoying. Yeah, but the only reason why you weren't pissed off is because we happened to watch season one just before season two was launching, so it was okay. <laughs> okay, sure, but in the in the last few episodes of season one, I never felt like, oh, that's a hell of a cliffhanger. But this one, I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger every time. Where it's well, like, that's, that's what, good. How big is this end one going to be? But that's good, though. It's, it's building, it's building. I mean, I'm really excited. Next episode, we're going out with Vax suits and we're hunting down this thing. I know. Oh, and that's so that's cool. good. That is excellent. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. That's great stuff. Uh, and the team's splitting up as well. That was the, the big thing that came at the end. Yeah, that was a shock. Uh, yeah, like, uh, Naomi just can't live with everything that's going on. She has to try and help where she can. And, mm. uh, you know, Holden's like, yep, uh, Amos, you, you stick with her. Uh, funny joke about him always getting shot, which was repeated between him and Alex. Yep. Alex, of course, uh, had to somehow get the ship down to Ganymede without being detected. But because this other Black Ops ship was getting passage... He was able to basically slingshot around several moons. That was it was so cool when he was plotting that. I was like, ah, oh, that's my favorite thing in the episode. I think. Yeah, him talking to the ship because there was that little joke, of course, when he mentions he says we. He, yeah. He's talking about him and the ship, and Amos is like, we. He's like, eh, <laughs> and eh, he never just, mind. He just shuts up really yeah. quickly. Yeah. He just moves on. He's like, yeah, this is next thing, next thing. Yeah. Uh, that him slingshotting th- uh, past those moons though, that looked, that just looked kind of fun. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It did. It was, it was, you know, when you saw the path when, yeah. you know, on the, on the projector, it was like, he had this look where he was like, oh, I can do this. This looks fun. Here's yeah. a question. See if you're in space, right? You're in a vacuum. Sure. Uh, in a ship, I mean, not, not like out in space, but would you still get that feeling you get in a roller coaster where you feel your, like the pit of your stomach where you kind of get that, feeling of going down would you still get that if you're in space i assume so because even even without gravity we it's you're moving forward that's what it is you you moving at a speed but your body not catching up right so he's strapped in the chair so he's still moving okay i just i was genuinely curious yeah i mean i'd have to maybe i'm wrong i just that's the only way it makes sense to me I was just thinking if like not having gravity affected that, like if, yeah. if without gravity you wouldn't feel that sensation. But uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so so they're on Ganymede, they're hunting uh, where where Praxis daughter went with Strickland, and we get actual little flashbacks to that throughout, right before they get to the same sections. And what I what I kind of liked about this is uh, they've got this woman with them in the flashback. So when they eventually get to the store and they go in and there's like these soldiers here with a couple of scientists, she's one of them, and we recognise her and we feel like, oh we're close, damn it, we're yeah. damn close. And uh, actually, probably the biggest laugh I got in this episode. So they clear out this room, a couple of them get away, and they're tending. They find the the, the one child who's got the the protomolecule on them and yeah. Holden incinerates it, and obviously Prax is upset because he thinks his daughter's got a similar fate. I, I, I will just say. That lover there was pretty. The only time the effects recently that bothered me, that incineration where it just kind of glowed and then vanished. I got what it was doing, 
but it, it did look a bit weird. Maybe it may be the sort of thing where it's not actually a bad effect. It's just what the way it's doing it doesn't really compute because we we just we just can't understand. Well, not understand, but maybe. But, but even the glow looked a bit funny mm, to me. Yeah, like the whole thing just looked a bit off. Yeah, that's oh. fair. Uh, the effects are so generally pretty good, though. That they are. So it's like it's a small crazy. Like I said, it's the only time I've even complained about the effects in. Yeah. Uh, it's a one-time thing as well. It's, it'd be a different thing if the ship started looking shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a major concern. Yeah. But this is just like ah, whatever. But now, first moment is so the, the bad guy is like open the door and throw a grenade in, and he almost spots it, and I laugh so hard because he just picks it up and throws it back in the door. <laughs> he just yells grenade and then and then just runs and throws it back at him. And then it's yeah. and it's really exciting because you hear all these noises. You hear people screaming. You hear like a monster is on the you other hear, side. You of the hear door. gunfire. Yeah. Uh, it was like I see when they opened that door and they went in and they, they had their guns with the flashlights and they're sort of going down the stairs like very cautiously it gave me this odd Resident Evil sensation uh, mm. and I, I mean that from a perspective of the games and specifically in the early games where you would always find like the secret lab, you know, lab at the end of the uh, the game mm. where they were doing their secret experiments with monsters it just it felt so much like discovering that in that game it just I was getting yes. that, those vibes I mean, if there's a way this show can get you even more invested, it's it's remind you of Resident Evil, the games, the early games specifically. Yes. Yeah. Don't remind me of six. Other way, not about six. Okay, that's fair. But uh, so, uh, yeah, so they, they they catch a glimpse of this proto molecule being the the proto sapien. Yes, which I'm assuming is is Prax's daughter. Well, it depends. Because if it's the same one that caused trouble if before, it's it can't be. If it's the same be. one, then yeah. But it, it, I got the feeling that was the one that had broken out of that yeah, glass box. It may be. That, 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 I mean, and it would make the most sense from a drama point of view, but there was like six or seven kids or whatever. And there that, was, there yeah. was. But I just felt that's the, the, the most logical choice for this show to, you know, make it hard-hitting is yeah. have it be his daughter. Because when they catch up, they'll probably almost kill one and then it'll recognise him and then it'll react and... Do something, yeah. and we'll we'll get that it might be her that's actually in there, in, in yeah. some way. Uh, but it's exciting though, like them going hunting for this thing. After a couple of episodes, we'll have been kind of just like moseying around a ship or a station. We've got a we've clues. got a goal again. We've got a clear goal. We've got a clear defined thing they're going to go do, uh, and uh, that's exciting. So that's that's cool. Uh, meanwhile, on Earth. Draper, mm. of course, uh, not very pleased with all the lies, and she learned that, obviously in the last episode that the thing she saw was real. Avasarala yes. is like showing her this, and this, of course, makes her question things. And there's the initial scene where she's basically told off, and she's told she's not a soldier anymore. You, you've done enough. Blah 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 blah. You know, more yeah. more more than just a slap in the wrist for leaving the 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 base and going wandering to the ocean. So, she she after some thought she 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 decides to go back and see him. She she realizes something. She sort of makes a decision, and she she goes back to see her the superior, and proceeds to beat the everlasting shit out of him. And it is oh, very satisfying. <laughs> it is. It's, it's it's great just seeing him with a bloody face because he, he's been lying to her. She's not happy that her and especially her her team were just sacrificial lambs, or that's what it appears to be. And she makes them sure. She makes them sure what it is. And we find out that they were testing out this weapon that they are going to buy, presumably from this third party that we have been aware of since season yes. one. 
And but they they didn't design all this protomolecular stuff. They were looking to purchase it. But this was a test. It started with the the UN Marines, but they had their Marines there as well because yeah. they wanted to test it with both. And she points out that drone majeure kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't just a test; it was a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like sh- she gets just so angry and she punches the shit out of him. It's like you know there's no turning back now. Like this is yeah. like the, so. There's this real tense walkout as she's leaving. She's she's grabbed these like a tablet and she's got that in her pocket yeah. and she's walking out. And the camera just lingers on that that guard just a little bit long to know just so you know you know for a fact he, he's onto her. Yeah, I actually really like that moment when she's in the uh, the room and she's we we see her at the ocean again, but she's actually just sitting in a room waiting. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a few bits a lot like um when the captain. Asks uh, what happened to you know the, the the loyal determined soldier, and she just says the shit on Ganymede basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like that yeah. that happened. Actually, going before that, because she almost leaves at one point, and the drop ship's coming down, and then it goes back up, and they find out there's a basically a block on everything coming down because they believe there's a potential OPA incident, and all I could think it they never actually confirmed it, but all I could think was. Vassarellas put a fake yeah, thing in. No, I did the same. Yeah. It's like she doesn't want Draper leaving. She yeah. needs her still. She's she's keeping her on on the planet. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. So, um, do you know what I love? Actually, seeing uh, Draper's running away and the guards are running after her, it goes to this gorgeous bird's eye view shot, and you just yeah. like ants, but you can see them clearly running, chasing each other. Yeah. And she's just making a beeline, and you you get to the line, the red line, bit of international space, and then the red, yeah. the, the blue line for Earth. And she gets into the Earth, and the Martians have to stop, and like all, all the UN Marines like hold up their guns, obviously, like you're on Earth airspace, you're on UN soil, what are you doing? Yeah. And she just like, I want political asylum. She puts her hands up, yeah. uh, and she's still hostile. She's hostile to uh, what's his face, uh, Cotier, uh, a Vassarella's man. Yeah. Uh, but she comes in and she, she 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 obviously right. You've done a brave thing. Blah blah blah. We're going to look into this. And she gets all the information. And it's right at the end of the scene. Her tablet like lights up with like a video message from Mo. And she's like, "Must be my lucky day." <laughs> and that yeah. line cracked me up because it, you know what? She's right. It is a lucky day. Like yeah, Draper, there's no way that could have been planned. Yeah, Drapers came across with vital information. They're going to like, hack into this tablet, get all this intel. And then, like, Mao, the guy they're looking for, the big bad who's, you know, caused so much stuff, is just calling her out the blue. Yeah, it's just so convenient, isn't it? And he wants to meet her. Yes, but is it a trap or not? (laughs) Actually, I'm really liking the banter between her and uh, Katya. I I feel like they're, like, because she's like, oh, what do you think of this? And he's like, what, you want me to pretend like you care about my opinion? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, it's just like humour me. Yeah, it, it, it works. Uh, so presumably next episode we're going to like if the finale for the main team is like hunting this being on Ganymede, and the finale for her is actually meeting Mao and maybe going into a very dangerous political situation where she's in danger herself, and it could be a trap, it could be this, it could be that. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like if Mao's not the one creating Eros, was Mao and Erin Wright just trying to buy it for Earth? Like Mars are doing, maybe they they seem like more maybe they're middlemen, mm. like they're trying to sell it to either. They're kind of, but they're not in control either. They're like the brokers. What the uh, what, Mao? Mao, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like Aaron Reed was was more trying to buy it for Earth. That's what it. He was, but he. I feel like Mao was kind of like going, "Hey, do you want to buy it to him?" And then yeah, maybe, maybe he's playing with the Martians as well. It could like, be, yeah, yeah. Mao could be the one that's currently trying to sell it to the Martians. That is, yeah. 
entirely possible. Uh, but it's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so 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 she seems to be going down that path. Uh, yes. But it's exciting stuff. Uh, everything's kind of boiling up. Obviously, the other thing we get uh, on Venus uh, with a uh, Turby. I'm, I'm still trying to learn his name. He's, he's. I don't think I've ever actually said it on the show, which is why why I think I've had more. Tr- yeah, strong I've only had a handful of usual. scenes. But yeah, he he's obviously on the on the ship above Venus, and they keep sending down probes, and they keep just getting wiped out before they they hit the the land. So they they have this smart idea of, or he has this smart idea of, oh, we've got two probes left. Let's strip one of them to give the other one like more shielding, like yeah. give, give that it's a better chance. Uh, and it gets down to the base, and we see glimpses. And I like that we've not seen the surface of Venus until they've got a probe down, and we only see it for as long as their probe survives because the proto molecule destroys it within like five seconds but we see a yeah. quick glimpse of what's going they, they get an image for the first time and it looks like a proto molecule city almost there's like structures yeah basically. it's like what the hell is it doing more volcanic than buildings admittedly but certainly there's shapes forming there's the Definitely. stuff going on down there yeah uh, and it looked it looked pretty if nothing else actually it, that amazed me speaking of pretty there's a really small moment I really like when uh, when Alex was doing the whole slingshotting thing, and there was that moment towards the end before he like sees the ship and he has to like hide again because he's like, oh shit they're gonna see us. <laughs> yeah. uh, he like he has this moment where he sees like four moons all in a line, but just because of the way they're aligned at this moment, and the yeah. music gets kind of nice and like just sort of peaceful, and he's like oh man that's a sight, and it's it's kind of like even though he's been in space like probably a lot large part of his life you know as a pilot, and yeah. he's, he's out here all the time. That this sight of these all these moons lining up is still sort of breathtaking, and it's still, you know, it's still magical that he's out here. It's still impressive. I like that it happens. It's not just whenever. It's in the middle of this this sequence mm. where you know he's in danger and you know he's he's risking his life trying to get down there without being spotted. It's this stealth thing, and he still just has to take a moment to yeah it, to it, look at it. It's yeah because he's so focused on what he's doing. Like the stakes are so high. It's he's doing this really advanced, like difficult procedure to like get down there without being detected. But he's still like his breath is taken away, and he, that's that's what distracts him because then the ship like kind of comes in. He's like you know he's just his yeah. uh, side view and. Uh, I just I I like that I, I that added like a really I mean Alex is probably one of the more human characters on the show in terms of re- being relatable but it was like a really mm. human moment for me and it, it yeah, did look definitely. pretty so oh it did uh, so so f- for all the talk of that one visual effects shot not being that great we've, we've, we just talked about how pretty that was we talked about how pretty the stuff in Venus was and which I think that's why that one yeah. stood out more to me because I've it, it's this show is built up such a high standard of quality that I expect that yeah. that one was like, no, nah, I wasn't up to it. Even even a lot of what's on Earth is CG, because obviously this place doesn't exist. So, yeah. like, that bird's eye view of them running, like, a lot of that will be CG. Like, cause... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, really, really... I'm liking I'm liking this stuff. I'm also Prax has grown on me as a character, because we, we, we're getting more of them. Obviously, Amos, like, helped, like, jumps and saves them, but, and he gives them the gun and stuff, but... Prax finding like his daughter's uh, bag, I thought was like a nice little moment. Uh, just just and him mm. going into the, the room with the the kid, and it's not her, but we're not sure because you can't really see the kid. It's, it's like, you see a face, but it's all icy and covered. Yeah, and, we, you I, I wasn't sure at the time. Yeah, if you, it was or not. You couldn't make out who she was, and you get the impression that he probably couldn't make out who it was at first either until he yeah. opened it, until he got a good look. Yeah. Uh, 
and of course Holden's like, shut it, quick, that's protomolecule. Shut so it. I, actually, that's something I really liked that they addressed, because we spoke about it last week, uh, where Holden didn't stop Amos hmm. from beating the guy with the chicken. Uh, and, Amos brings it up. Amos brings it up. Also, yeah, I, like, I, I like to point, I mean, he did technically, because it was, it was in can, but the way you said that made it sound like Amos beat up someone with an actual live chicken. Yeah, yeah, just... Just, I, I don't know the guy's name. It's just the chicken guy, isn't he? <laughs> He's the chicken guy. <laughs> but I like that Amos brought it up, and they're they're even there recognizing how cold uh, Holden has become over the last however long. Because yeah, that's what he says. He says, uh, "I get the impression I uh, I just beat you to it." Yeah, yeah. And he he he, he quite like he just admits to it and says, "I mean, like." Well, once I saw Eros do what it did, it became like a a missile, basically. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm willing to beat someone in the head if that's what it takes. Uh, yeah, he, he's determined that he can fix it. And I guess it comes back to the whole philosophy of the characters, where whereas Naomi's like, I'm staying here because I don't believe we can stop this now. It's just going. Yeah. It's just a fact that it exists, and we can't do anything about it. I have to try and work within the situation we have to try and help as many people as I can. Whereas he is still adamant that he he is an ideologist, he can somehow stop this. He can somehow save the day yeah. and fix it all from and stop it from killing millions of people or whatever. And again, it's that, it's that same ideology we've talked spoke about it before. Whenever he's like conflict, he's you know he's, he's uh, went up against Fred Johnson uh, and stuff like that. That that difference in the ideology has really come up. You know, Dawes yeah. as well, of course, when he confronted him and they clashed over it. It feels like it's been such a big thing as his character where he's convinced that he can somehow stop it. And the funny thing is, is as much as that might seem idealistic, and I like to think I'm relatively idealistic, I I think there is a stance where both of these people need to exist. Someone at the top has to try and find a way to stop it. Because if no one's trying to stop it, if you just accept it's a way of life that this thing exists, then it's going to keep spreading. It's going to keep... Yeah, you've already lost. Yeah. Like, someone has to be on the front lines trying to stop it. But then you still need the people not, like Naomi mm. to to look after the, the the smaller people, so to speak. You know, the the people who are just caught in the middle. And she is a person of the people. We know she grew up with the OPA. Uh, there was a back. That was a big line from her actually in this episode yeah. where uh, uh, Prax is talking about like, he needs to find his daughter, and she's saying like you need to try and accept that she might not be alive. You yeah. need to accept the possibility that this isn't going to go well. And he says, "Oh, what would like you wouldn't know what it's like to lose a child?" And she's like, "Yeah, the." And it's like, yeah. oh, right, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was a really good way to bring this up. It was like, because often we say show and don't tell. Like you show things through moments and reactions and things like that. This was tell, but this was tell because the context demanded it come out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She was accused of not understanding yeah. and she had to defend herself almost and go, yeah. look, I get this. I'm, I'm probably the only person here who does get this. And... I really like that we didn't know about this before, and yeah. I don't. I mean, I doubt any of the other characters know. It's no. it's not something she goes around saying. It's only maybe okay, maybe Amos. I push. Have, maybe Amos, yeah, because yeah. he does seem to know her a bit better. But but it's not something that she goes around just telling anyone. It's it's yeah. only because this specific moment where emotions were getting heated, and she needed to try and rationalize it and calm him down. Yeah, we know she's. We don't know she had a son, and the son yeah. got taken away, and. Uh, that's obviously a big deal, and I, I think the, the difference between her and her and Holden with all about the ideologies. He is someone who looks at the bigger picture, looks at the ideals, and 
We know that he's not immoral. He's like right from the start of the show. The the, the whole thing with the Canterbury in the first episode is because he cannot let that call go unanswered. He yeah. has to try and help. And it but it spirals for him where it keeps getting bigger. And it's like, well, I'm at the point now where he's almost like a he's you know he's almost like in the war room essentially where he has to make the tough calls because he he needs to fix the problem and cut it off. Whereas, yeah, and he believes he has to be the one to do that. It's not so much that he has to be the one to do it, but he can't let himself not be trying yeah. to do it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if someone else can do it, he'll help the other person do it, I'm sure. Like, it doesn't, but he can't sit by and do nothing. Yeah, he has yeah. to try, yeah. Whereas, no, I think it's interesting that we learned about her having a son in this episode because her whole thing at the end is very, kind of playing into those like, almost motherly instincts of looking after what we've got, uh, you know, uh, just nurturing and caring for for the, the those less able than her. Yeah, so we we got her, her and Amos on Ganymede try to help everyone they can, and then we've got the other three, and that's including Prax now. Who seem at least for now is a part of the team. Uh, yeah, and uh, Alex and Holden with him are going to go hunting for the, this, this being. Uh, I want a I want a name for this. Uh, Pro- Proto Sapien was my 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 my. It's made not up. bad actually. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm sure someone in the comments will tell us what it's called because they'll probably have the name from the books that they've not mentioned yet. That probably we can call it. But uh, no, uh, I was another solid episode. It's yeah. difficult to find much to fault in it. I it really is that that like it says a lot when that weird little CG bit is probably my biggest problem with the episode. Yeah, I I think I mean. These past couple have been really solid. I, th- I think if I'm going to complain about them, it's that they've not bl- completely blown me away like a few some episodes have this season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there there but... were some of the early ones where you're like, God damn, that changed everything. Yeah. Whereas these have just been, every single one of them has been, that was solid. There was no problems. It did exactly what it had to do, but it didn't go above and beyond necessarily. And we've said this before, but it's, it's just think about how big a part Fred Johnson and like all that stuff on Tycho was like for the first chunk of the season and we've not seen them in episodes now and I yeah. like that this show is like yeah like it's not important what's, to what's going on right now we don't have to see it we can go exactly away. it's like if, if, it, if it's relevant at some point in the future we'll get back to it and we'll worry about it then so now there you go that's uh, Expanse episode 11 of season 2 uh, there's two left I know just two left and then we're going to have to wait probably a full year it's going to be a long wait for us this time. Yes. I th- I feel like it'll be longer for us given that like people who watched the first season they'll they'll have uh, as it aired, they'll have had that wait already. So they they've kind of got in the mindset. They've done it once already. Whereas we essentially watched it as one big 23 episode season. Yeah, so then we've got uh, a long wait for any more comparatively. Oh dear. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff helps us out a lot. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. Individual Twitters are on the screen for our random ramblings. Uh, but that's us, guys. So thanks very much for watching. Keep exploring space. And have you got any vanilla?